This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Doing a little NBA right now as we dive into the Tuesday slate. Let's start in Indianapolis. The Pacers and the Bulls squaring off. Pacers getting a point and a half at home. Total 237 and a half. Chicago coming off a back-to-back. Uh, just pulled off a win uh, against Atlanta. 111 to 100. But again, it's a back-to-back. Meanwhile, the Pacers have not looked good. They've lost seven straight games. Failing to cover the number in five straight games. So, Jenks, I feel like the Bulls are still the play. The Pacers are really struggling without Tyrese Halliburton. I, I totally agree. And again, I know it's on the back end of a back-to-back, but if you want to make for the case a case for the Pacers right now, go for it. They've lost seven straight. Yeah, good luck. They've lost their last five by more than 15 points per game in their last five. They're 0-5 against the number. And the Bulls have been very good at covering recently. 6-2 and two against the number in their last eight. They've won, what, three straight for the Bulls? That's that's quite a winning streak. They've been inconsistent all year, but man, it's 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 really difficult to get behind this Pacers squad right now. They just look really, really bad. So give me Chicago. It's a short number. I think so too. Even though maybe somebody's resting in this one, I don't think it matters. I think the the Bulls have more depth here, and even if one of their superstars is out, um, they have a pretty good uh, three piece at the top, where it's Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, and Nikola Vucevic. So even if one of those guys are out, I think the other one can maybe pick up the slack there. So I'll be on the Bulls as well. Let's go to Miami Heat Celtics. Heat laying a point and a half total, not on the board just yet. So do we think the Celtics get the Miami flu here, or do you think <laughs> the Celtics travel a little better? I want to play the under. I need to see the total posted. It's not anywhere, as you said. But number one, the Celtics are going to be tired. Back into a back-to-back after that loss to the Magic. They've lost three straight to Orlando, which is crazy. And the Heat are the fourth best team to the under this season. They're 26-22 and to the under. In fact, in their last 11 games overall, Miami is 8-3 and to the under. So I, I think you take an under team and a tired Celtics team and you bet the under if the total is right. You're saying it should be around 224. I would absolutely hit mm-hmm. the under there. Yeah, I like that, especially since the depth problems that Boston is facing right now. Marcus Smart and Malcolm Brogdon both did not play in their last game. Robert Williams also questionable for this. So we know they have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, who certainly can score points, 
But we just saw it. They only scored 98 points against Orlando just last night. So I think the under is a very solid play here. And also taking a look at Miami here as well, even though it's really hard for me to trust the Heat because we never know who's going to show up on the injury report. But a lean towards the Heat and also a stronger lean towards the under. Let's go to New York. Knicks, Cavs. Cavs laying three and a half. Total two nineteen and a half. Uh, Jenks, we know that we've been monitoring the Knicks in the first half. Still the best uh-huh. first half team at covering the number in the first half. But the Cavs are a solid squad. But the thing is, their trends point to them playing their, uh, playing them on the spread when they're at home. Uh, on the road, they're not nearly as profitable. So what's your angle here? My angle is this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay with the Cavs, and here's why. First of all, you're right. The Cavaliers are bad against the number on the road. However, the Knicks are also bad against the number at home. So you really don't have uh, mm-hmm. an advantage on one side or the other there. The Knicks are without Mitchell Robinson. He's got a broken thumb, and that really has created a problem for their interior defense. It also looks like Donovan Mitchell is probable tonight for Cavaliers, which would be huge. So I think this is a short number, especially if Mitchell returns. So I would lay the three and a half at Cleveland. Yeah, it's a short number, and New York has not been good for straight losses. And also, a couple losses as favorites. Lost as five-point favorites to Washington, point-and-a-half favorites to Toronto. Uh, So I don't think New York is a team that I would want to trust with my money right about now. So I'll be with you there. I'll roll with the Cavs, laying three-and-a-half. Going to New Orleans, the Pelicans, one-and-a-half-point favorites against the Nuggets. Total off the board in this one, and clearly – somebody's going to be out because I wouldn't imagine that the Nuggets are going to be uh, underdogs in this one if Nikola Jokic is playing. Am I right in this assumption? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You are correct. Not only is Nikola Jokic probably going to miss this game with a groin injury, you've got Michael Porter Jr., who is questionable as well for personal reasons. We don't know what that is, but what we do know is that he's probably not going to play. Jokic is probably not going to play. And then conversely, we know how bad the Pelicans have been without Zion. This is this is a hard pass for me. I think I would probably lean Pelicans because they're at home. Maybe C.J. McCollum goes off, and you're talking about two critical pieces for Denver being out. But, man, this is a tough one to cap because you don't know who's going to be in the lineup for either team. Yeah, I think this is a stay away. Uh, I don't know the depth of Denver well enough for me to want to play this because Nikola Jokic is their offense. He is their defense. He is their assist leader, and he is their rebound leader. So when you have (laughs) a piece that's missing that's that big of the puzzle, I think it's a stay away from me. The Pelicans have not been great either, like you said, four straight losses. So I don't really want to trust either of these teams. So it's a no play for your girl. Uh, Next up, we have... The Mavericks hosting the Wizards. The Mavs laying seven and a half and a total of 225 and a half. And Jinx, I kind of want to play the Mavs here, but they have been so bad at covering numbers at home. It's almost, you know, you don't have any ammo for your handicap here if you're saying, well, I like Dallas here. 
because if you look at their home splits uh, against the spread, they just haven't been covering ATS 9-14-2 and two, uh, this season. So is there a case for the Wizards here, or are you rolling with Dallas? I'm rolling with Dallas because I'm angry at the Wizards. I can't believe they traded Rui Achimura away. Like, I understand this is not some sort of superstar, but I don't know what in the hell they're thinking here. Like, he's been one of the few surprises for Washington this season and has had a few 30-point games. He's established himself as a very good spot-up three-point shooter, solid defender, and what they get, Kendrick Nunn and three second-round picks. Like, maybe I'm I'm not giving second-round picks enough credit, but second-round picks in the NBA, to me, are just wasteful. Like, maybe you yeah. get a guy... But 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 for the for the most part, if you don't get a first round pick, you're not getting a solid contributor. I, I don't know what the Wizards are doing here. I guess they just don't want to pay Rui. It's not like he's going to get a monster contract, but they don't want to pay him anything. They definitely did not get better. The Lakers got better with Rui Achimura. So I'm angry. This is a spite pick. Out of spite, Mavericks minus seven and a half. Yeah, let's take a timeout because there was a trade that went down in the NBA. Uh, what was it, just yesterday? With the Lakers acquiring Rui, uh, Rui Hachimura from the Wizards in exchange for Kendrick Nunn and some second-round picks. I think you're right. In the NBA, it doesn't really matter. I don't think we see people coming out in the second round. Like, I could be wrong. Somebody could definitely call me out on this. But it just seems like you really need the superstars to make an impact. I think for the Lakers, they still need a shooter. Uh, that's a good pickup from them mm-hmm. uh, coming from the Wizards. But still, I think the Lakers are still a few pieces away. But clearly, LeBron James has been paying attention to Rui Achimura in Washington. I feel like he definitely had a hand in that trade, right? He had to have. He's running that team. He acts like he's not when they lose, but he is. Yeah, so I am with you there. I think it's very frustrating uh, to see that trade if you're a Wizards fan. Uh, and then finally, we have a couple games. Hornets, Suns, that one's off the board. And also Clippers, Lakers, a part of rivalry rivalry week, excuse me, uh, as the NBA is calling it. Clippers laying three and a half at home, obviously, mm. and total 232 and a half. Either of these games intrigue you, Jinx? Hornets, Suns, do yourself a favor. Do not bet that game. Find a hockey game. Find a tennis match. You know, you've got tennis going on right now. Do not bet on Hornets and Suns. Clippers and Lakers, though, are interesting. I I see Mm -hmm. money coming on the Lakers. I'm going to be on the other side. I'll lay three and a half with the Clippers just because just look at the trends. In the past 11 meetings against the Lakers, the Clippers are 11 and 0. Like 11 Mm -hmm. straight against the number. Also in their last 54 against the Lakers, 37 and 17. As long as PG and Kawhi play. I like the three and a half of the clips. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen this number come down though. I, I think it opened at five has been uh bet down to three and a half, but you're right. It's hard to ignore a trend that is so dominant for the Clippers. 11 and 0 against the spread against the Lakers. Ooh. Do you think it's just public people saying, oh, it's the Lakers. They own the Clippers. When in fact, it's the Clippers that own the Lakers in the betting side of things. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.